Welcome everybody to the latest episode of this unbelievable life. Here with me today is one of my best friends, Lindsay Charles. She is in actually the elder care uh, field, but she's going to be telling us her story of her son Burley and the complications they have had in the heart world. And Lindsay, I'm just going to let you take it away. Okay, thank you. Um, I so appreciate this opportunity to share a little bit about congenital heart defects. And obviously I extremely value your friendship and um, love you for being one of my best friends too. Um, so our son Burley was born, um, he's eight now, but um, when he was born, we knew that he had issues with his heart. He um, was told that he would have four uh, congenital heart defects called tetralogy of flow. And he ended up having five independent defects. And I was doing a little research just to see because we knew they were rare, but the um, transposition of the great vessels is one of his defects and about 2.6% of children who are born with a defect have that one. So it's extremely rare, but just to backtrack a little bit, congenital heart defects are the most common birth defect that are, exist right now for children. So um, one out of every 100 births will have a congenital heart defect and out of those uh, that population that has the defect, 25% of those children will require surgery in order to live. So Burley did fall in that category. So if he would not have had surgery at one day, five days, and two at nine months, he would not have lived. And that was kind of the decision that was presented to us is, you know, um, especially with one of his other defects, it was, you know, we don't know how this is going to turn out because this is so rare. And, you know, if we don't do this surgery, then Burley's not going to make it. And so, you know, you really have no choice at that point. And you just hope and pray that everything is going to work out because, um, you know, as a parent, you cannot fix your child unless you have the very rare skill set of being a cardiothoracic pediatric cardiologist. So, um, you know, I definitely didn't fall in that category, nor did my husband. So um, Burley, like I said, he did have those surgeries. And one common misnomer or um, misperception that sometimes people have with, and we get asked about quite a bit, is they assume that since Burley has had surgery that his heart is now perfect and that's very untrue. So um, when these children have these surgeries, they the survival rate is amazing now. It's about nine out of 10 children will survive and make it to adulthood. When they first started treating these defects in the 50s to the 70s, um, the statistics weren't nearly that well, that good. You know, obviously our technology has really enhanced quality of life and the surgical interventions that they are allowed to do and um, quality of life, longevity, all of it has really just come so far. But, you know, there's still not everyone makes it and that, that's very disconcerting. But, um, you know, the, the good thing is that the trend is on the upward rise here and, and more children than ever before are living into adulthood. And that's bringing about some new challenges too, because now they're needing to have these congenital heart experts who are able to treat children born with these defects. And so, um, you know, that's a whole new specialty because we didn't need this. We didn't have children living into adulthood before. So that's another interesting dilemma that's going to arise is, will there be enough providers even for all these children who are surviving? So um, that's kind of what spurred my interest in some of the research and the advocacy as a parent. So um, like Nikki said, my husband and I are attorneys and we help special needs children as part of our elder law practice. And uh, obviously that hits close to home. And so I had the wonderful opportunity 
uh, to go out to Washington, D.C. with three other heart parents and uh, we're very close to their families. Um, and we were able to engage in advocacy efforts to uh, acquire actually quite a bit more funding um, with Senator Young. He was able to co-sponsor the bill with Dick Durbin, Senator Durbin out of Illinois. And um, it was the Congenital Heart Reauthorizations Act. We were out there in 2018 and 2019. Um, so the funding finally did go through on that. They'd been trying to get that reauthorization bill through for a long time. And Senator Young was very gracious. So was his staff. They were willing to meet with us uh, to review the pictures, the information, everything that we took out there. And he finally uh, was able to, you know, um, get on board and support us in these efforts. So that was a huge victory, not just for our local kiddos, but for heart families and heart children across the country. The funding benefited the NIH and the CDC. So their efforts with uh, additional research, that was a, a, blend, a funding block, excuse me, that will uh, be you know, helpful for so many uh, children and families. So um, that was a great success. Just to share a little bit too, you know, I, I'm not a doctor, but um, I've learned quite a bit about heart disease and, and the heart. And one of the easiest things that's, that comes up to, how is this, how is it tracked? How did you find out? So when I had Burley, you know, I went in for my normal prenatal care and they did the ultrasound and they were unable at it was the 12 week mark to actually see all the chambers of his heart. And so I was referred over for a fetal echo at perinatology to get a little bit more in depth and see if they could see those chambers. And so that is how it happened for our family. Um, some About a third of the defects are caught in utero. The rest are caught either um, once the baby is born or once they're sent home. So there's a really simple screening test that they can do to see if there is a potential for a heart defect. And it's just simply putting a pulse ox on the finger or the toe of the baby. And once they're born and if their oxygen levels are really low, then that is a potential indication that there could possibly be a heart defect. So um, a lot of times I'm asked how that comes about and that's super cheap screening, super easy. It doesn't hurt baby. Um, and it takes less than a minute to accomplish and it could potentially save baby's life. Um, Another thing that has come up uh, resources, who can you contact? So uh, locally, we have Mended Little Hearts of Evansville. Julie Stuckey is great. She, she started our group over 10 years ago. She's a heart kit herself. Um, she had one, she was the only survivor in the nursery out of seven other children, I believe is what she said. Um, so she was one of the first people that I turned to and, um, you know, she's a great resource for us parents. And then the kids also resonate with her because she is a, um, you know, a survivor and in the same pool as our children. So um, really love her. And then there is the mended hearts, which does help the adults with the uh, congenital heart defects, those who are now living into adulthood. Um, there's the American Heart Association that you can reach out to. And the Children's Heart Foundation is another one that I like out of, I believe they're based out of Chicago. So those are some resources that do extend nationally if you're not in the Evansville area. Um, I'd like to end with one more thing here and that's supports and how can you move forward if you are in this situation? Because, you know, none of us, we just, a lot of us assume we're going to have a healthy baby, healthy family, but there are so many resources out there. You can reach out to another heart family. Um, you can reach out to me if you are, need to get a connection somehow there. And 
I would say, you know, you need to remember too moving forward with the diagnosis is that you're your, you know, your child better than anyone and you are the best advocate for them. And there were a few things that did come up that we did not anticipate some neurodevelopmental delays that really has um, worked through and they, you know, learning disability issues that will continue to follow him, but he's so bright and he's worked so hard and has gone through the therapies. And some of those things we weren't anticipating and did not know that they were affiliated with the heart defects. So you, the best thing you can do is just advocate and research for your own child. Um, and, you know, this is a lot of this procedure that you go through as a parent. Um, with the, going through the procedures with your child, I should say, um, it is very stressful. So consider your mental health. There are options out there too. Um, a lot of heart families, and especially the mothers um, that I've encountered have had PTSD issues from what they've seen and um, taking care of their children and not taking care of themselves. So be mindful of that, that there are those resources out there. So, and lastly, have hope there. You know, I, I mentioned earlier that the latest statistics show nine out of 10 kids are living. So um, not perfect. We'd like to see the numbers get better, but that's true with all diseases, right? So um, I just, I appreciate Nikki for bringing a spotlight to this issue. And, you know, you've looked really dearly since we brought him home. You were the first one um, besides family to meet him. And you took his pictures you know, when he was just three weeks old. So you've always been a good heart friend and uh, paid attention to our community here. So we appreciate you. Well, I cannot thank you enough for sharing Burley's story, sharing Burley in my life. He is just such a little warrior and I love him to pieces. And I just want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen today. And if you have any questions uh, for me or for Lindsay or, you know, this, this for your story, you know, please, by all means, reach out to me. I'd love to hear any questions or if you want to tell me your story too. So thank you guys for listening to this latest episode of This Unbelievable Life. Lindsay, thank you so much. Love yes, you. Thank you. Love you. Thank you.